It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Amen, amen. God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our strength and our redeemer. I want to get up. I don't know exactly how. I can't sit. I can't sit. Uh, thanks those of you that have been worshiping with us. Um, we have not had very many broadcasts recently as uh, I had injured my back. But uh, in attempting to recuperate and, and All right, saints, you, uh, I guess you hear a lot of groans and grunting. That's me trying to trying to get up as we are attempting to press on in the name of Jesus Christ. I had injured my back some few days ago, and uh, we are still uh, pushing on in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we're going to work from a topic that the Lord had given us on the 18th of this month, who is in you? Who is in you? And, uh, you know, the Lord just gave me capital A in our outline, uh, an aspect of our existence that we're going to have to deal with as long as we are in these earthly bodies. And capital A is going to be the flesh. Uh, we're looking at Romans chapter 8, verse 9. And, you know, one of the things about God and the Word of God, you know, we can have a lot of revelation about a lot of things. Uh, but when God takes us through a particular trial or a particular uh, difficulty or hardship, uh, many more revelations can be gained through our trial. You know, God can show us some things through trial that we would never see uh, if all was going well. And we thank him for that. Um, because remember, God's ultimately more concerned with our character development than he is our temporary comfort and ease. Main thing that God wants out of you and I is our character development. He wants us to be like Jesus, you know. And sometimes we, you know, that's not easy. Sometimes we got to go through some things that are not so pleasant in order to be conformed into the likeness of God's only begotten Son. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to to uh, stand and and minister this evening, but we'll just move as the 
as the Lord gives us strength and gives us utterance. Um, Romans chapter 8, with a special focus on verse 9. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature or the flesh, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if you do not have the Spirit of Christ or the Spirit of God, or if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ or the Spirit of God, he does not belong to Christ. Verse 10, but if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. Capital A, we want to look at the flesh. Father, in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again today, Father, for life, for health, for strength. In the midst of trial and Hardships, Father, we give you praise because we know that things could be even more difficult or even more severe. We thank you today. We pray, Father, that you will strengthen these mortal bodies as we have uh, various injuries here at the Christian Center. Uh, we'll take by faith, Father, that all things work together for our good. Those of us who love the Lord and have been called according to his purpose, strengthen us, Father, that we may do your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Father, as you do these things for us, we'll be careful to continue to give your name glory, honor, and praise. This is our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. The flesh, the flesh, the sinful nature, the Adamic nature. We look here at Romans 8 and 9. We see the Lord... Spirit of God says something to us that is very profound. It says, you, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature. God says, I didn't say you didn't have the sinful nature. I didn't say you didn't wrestle with the sinful nature. I didn't say that the sinful nature didn't get some, some licks in or some blows in in this uh, warfare. But God says we are not controlled by the sinful nature. I want to encourage somebody under the sound of my voice, children of God, the spirit of God is going to prevail in you and in me. Hmm? We're going to have bouts with the flesh. We're going to have battles with the flesh. Sometimes we may even give in to the flesh. But God says we are not controlled by the flesh. We are not controlled by the sinful nature. The spirit of God God says that he already has dominion and victory in us over the flesh. He already has it. That's already established. That's already. But even in that, we still must put to death whatever belongs to our earthly bodies. Now, now what the Lord is placing in my spirit is as a basketball coach, sometimes teams would forfeit. Maybe they didn't have enough players or, or – or, Something was not quite right, and they had to forfeit a game. Well, a lot of guys still wanted to play the game anyway. So sometimes we would maybe either give up a player or let them pick up somebody. They would still play the game. But the victory was already what? established and in the books. I want to encourage you, child of God, your victory is already established and it's already in the books. Even though we, we still may have to, to go through 
this thing called life. So even though we still may have to battle with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, even though, you know, you know, in a game that has been forfeited, if you're still playing a game, even though the game has been forfeited, that doesn't mean the other team doesn't score sometimes. That doesn't mean that you don't take some blows. That doesn't mean that, you know, that the hits are any less real. They're, they're, they're still, see, the other team is scoring. The other team is getting, you know, hitting you. You're still having the battle, but the, the victory is already yours. So, so, children of God, even though we are fighting this good fight of faith, God says you're fighting a fight that has already been won. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are not controlled by the sinful nature. God says, I didn't say you wouldn't give in to it. God said, I didn't say that you wouldn't, you wouldn't sometimes walk after it. Uh-uh. But you are not controlled. In the end, it is the Spirit of God that, 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 that we're going to go to, children of God, if the Spirit of God lives in you. Well, the question becomes, how do you know that the Spirit of God, how do we know that the Spirit of God lives in us? The Spirit of God gives us victory on a constant and continuous basis over the flesh. Flesh may knock us down. But I heard the Spirit of God say, even though a righteous man may fall seven times, he will rise again. So we don't focus in too much on our knockdowns. There are going to be some knockdowns, and it's going to be some pretty hard hits in this thing. There are going to be some attacks on our bodies. There are going to be some attacks on our souls. There's going to be some attacks on our spirit. And I'm hearing the adversary, you know, has told some lies that if we can attack his body or her body just right, they'll throw in the towel. They'll... They'll give up. They'll give up, just like Job. But uh, I want to encourage you, child of God, that, that any attack that the adversary launches against your body, against your soul, against your spirit, God has empowered you by his spirit to overcome it. We shall overcome. We're about done now, children of God. As my back is tightening up on me, we have the victory. If the Spirit of God lives in you, how do we know the Spirit of God? Get, not only has he given us victory over the flesh, but he is constantly giving us victory over the flesh. The flesh is constantly putting up walls for you and I. Now, God says, what I will do, Robert, once you have uh, got pretty good at climbing, I will allow the flesh to, to construct an even higher wall. I will allow the flesh to construct an even difficult, more difficult wall. Because even in, in climbing in the natural, once you become an expert climber, once you become a pretty good climber, the same walls that used to give you difficulty, they don't give you difficulty anymore. So God says what I'll do is I'll allow the flesh to, to make a wall a little higher, and I'll tell you, go climb that one as well. See, it's one thing, you know, even in the natural, it's one thing to, to do a thing when, when all is... Well, all is smooth. It's one thing to, everything is just right, but it's another thing when God asks you to do a thing and he know that you are in pain, when he know that you are suffering, when he know that, that it's, a, it's, a whole nother, it's a whole nother thing. And this is why I want to encourage somebody under the sound of my voice. God will never instruct you and I to do a thing that he has not strengthened and empowered us to do. It may not be the easiest may be painful sometimes. Yes, there's going to be some pain in this thing. But God is not going to instruct us to do anything that he has not equipped us to do. You know, I, we had not been doing the broadcast for some few days, uh, children of God, 
you know, as I've been in, in, in some of the most pain that I've been in in my life since, since, since my back went out this Monday. Uh, and I was like, man, I ain't going to try to, you know, go down to the church and, you know, be standing up because I'm just getting so I can walk good. But I, I praise God that, you know, I'm doing a little bit of walking and, 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 and doing a little bit of moving. But um, I was like, man, I'm going to lay back down, try to watch Sharknado 3 again or something. Lord said, go down and preach tonight, Robert. I was taking a shower. Lord said, go down and preach. And I said, well, that takes care of at least Sharknado for right now until we can do what God has said do. So, children of God, I want to encourage you. God didn't say that it was always going to be easy to do what he told us to do. In fact, oftentimes, it's, you know, it's a trial. It's a trial. But you... Because the Spirit of God lives in you and he lives in me, we have the victory, we are gaining the victory, and we will get the victory. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, you need to understand that the first order of business, you need to get him. You need to ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, that you might be saved, and that God may give you his Spirit so that you too can be assured of victory, victory over life, victory over death, victory in resurrection. If anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin. So, so God's, God's spirit is even able to propel us into places that our body doesn't want to go. God's spirit reigns supreme over our spirit, over our souls, and over our bodies. So even though a body may be hurting, even though a body may be sick, even though a body may be, may be not in its best of states, God's spirit reigns supreme. And there's going to be times when God is going gonna, is gonna to put you and I through that kind of a test. Body's going to be saying one thing. Our soul may be even saying one thing. Our spirit may be saying one thing. And the Holy Spirit come in and say something, what? Totally different. Body be saying, I want the rest. I'm hurting. Soul be saying, yeah, I'm in agreement with the body. See, this is why God said I'm not a Democrat. God said, because if I would have just asked your spirit, if I would have just asked your soul, if I would have just asked your body to do something when it's hurting or to do something when it's tired, your spirit, your soul, and your body would have voted nay. But the Holy Spirit is not a Democrat. And, and the Holy Spirit tells your spirit, my spirit, our soul, and our body what to do. And it's up to the rest of these three parts to be in agreement with what the Spirit of God has said. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. Now, what we want to understand, children of God, is that, you know, the Holy Spirit is the engine in us. Righteousness is our fuel. Hmm? Holy Spirit is the engine inside of you and I. Righteousness is our fuel. Now, you take a car, hmm? and, and this is fresh bread. Now, the Lord is giving this to me right now in, in the midst of a, of a sore back, but this is a great revelation. You can take a, 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 uh, a nice car, have a beautiful engine in it, but if you don't have any fuel in it, it's not going anywhere. All right? So the Holy Spirit is the engine. Righteousness is, our, in essence, our obedience to him. 
the, the engine will run just fine, but you got to put some gas in it. Holy Spirit will do all kinds of things to us, what? Through us, for us, but God says you got to obey. So once we obey, once you get some gas in that, in that car, you must want to put, some gas, put the right, gas, right kind of fuel in a Lamborghini. Man, a Lamborghini goes from zero to 60 in, in just a few seconds. But if you don't have any fuel in it, you're just going to have a very, very pretty, very, very expensive going nowhere. So it is with the Holy Spirit, children of God. If we don't obey him, we just got a, got a very, very beautiful thing sitting on the inside of us doing nothing, doing nothing. Righteousness is the fuel. Righteousness is, is the works that have been put with our faith. Righteousness is, is, is us making the decision to do what God says in spite of, in lieu of, regardless of, all right? Righteousness. Your body, he says, says that your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. It's righteousness that allows our spirits to work and to operate in conjunction with the spirit of God. The Bible says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. God said, hold up, Robert, wait a minute. You say your back is hurting. I'm like, yes, Lord, you, you know it's hurting. I, I, I'm even, you know, I don't want to be a smart mouth, but I'm almost like I shouldn't even have to answer that question because I know you know it's hurting. But God said, Robert, if my spirit was powerful enough to raise Jesus from the dead, surely my spirit is powerful enough to raise you with an injured back. Now, which is greater, to raise somebody up from the dead or to just raise somebody up that's got a hurt back? Raising somebody up from the dead. So then raising somebody up with a hurt back is not even difficult. So if the spirit of him, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead, watch this, will also give life to your mortal bodies. God said, Robert, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you just enough strength to do exactly what I want you to do. I'm going to give you just enough power. I'm going to let you walk just long enough. I'm going to let you talk just long enough to say what I want you to say and to do what I want you to do. And then, then you go somewhere and rest. The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is alive in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. God, one of the main purposes of God's spirit inside of you and I is to give life to our mortal bodies. In other words, to give us the anointing, to give us the ability, to give us the, the courage, to give us the strength to do exactly what God wants us to do. God said, look, I'm going to empower you to do what I want you to do. Through his spirit, watch this, who lives in you. Who's in you? Flesh. Yeah, we understand that. We understand that. God wants us to understand that the flesh, as powerful as it may feel. Now, flesh is, understand what flesh is. It's any part of us that is contrary to what God wants. Any part of us. Whether our body wants to do something contrary to what God wants, whether our mind wants to do something contrary to what God wants, whether we're talking something contrary to, flesh is any part of us that is contrary to what God wants. So we understand that, that that contrariness is in us, the resistance in our loins, if you will. But that so is the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. And because the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead 
is all powerful. Flesh is just somewhat powerful. Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is all powerful. You and I can get victory over this thing called flesh. We have this victory over this thing called flesh, and we will continue to have victory over this thing called flesh. In the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you this evening, Father, for life, for health, for strength. We thank you, Father, even for pain. We thank you, Father, because it's a circumstance, and you told us to give thanks in all circumstances. We understand that our light momentary afflictions are achieving in us a far greater eternal glory that far outweighs them all. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. We even thank you, Father, for the healing that has taken place over the last few days. We pray for your people, Father, in the four corners of the earth that are afflicted, going through various trials and tribulations. Father, we ask that uh, just as you are bringing healing here in the Christian Center, may your healing spread abroad in the four corners of the earth. May, may souls be added to the kingdom. May souls be saved. Father, may bodies be healed, minds, marriages, businesses, relationships. Father, by your spirit and by your power. A little bit here, a little bit there. May your good, pleasing, and perfect will be done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Children of God, let us get three questions. and Then I will have to sit myself down. Uh, explain the flesh. Number two. If God's spirit raised Jesus from the dead, what can he do in us? If God's spirit raised Jesus from the dead, what can he do in us? All right. Number three, explain the parable that the Holy Spirit is the engine and righteousness is the fuel. Explain the parable that the Holy Spirit is the engine and the righteousness is the fuel. God bless you, children of God, and may heaven continue to smile on you all. Thanks. You can reach us through email at the Queer Concern Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.rchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 and 7 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and try ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Queer Concern Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile you. In Jesus' name, amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.